The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. All right, moving on. Speaking of the Clippers, we got a special guest. Law Murray from The Athletic. Join my other show, BetMGM Tonight, to talk all things Clippers. I was joined by my co-hosts, Ryan Horvath and Nick Ashu. so let's jump right into it. All right, Lawrence Murray covers the Clippers in the NBA for The Athletic. He jumps on with us now. You were supposed to see Draymond Green in the Warriors tomorrow night against the Clippers. Now we're not going to see that for who knows how long. Your thoughts on the suspension and where we are now? Yeah, I knew that wasn't happening at halftime. Uh, my my guy shows me his phone. It's like, Draymond ain't going to be here Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't see it. Like, I, I knew that it was some people were talking about, but I hadn't seen the clip. And then I see the clip, and I'm like, my guy's got more finishing moves than you'll see in a Royal Rumble these days, man. Like, he's got the clothesline. you got the curb stop in the playoffs with the bonus, the yeah. chokehold. Hauled off and punched Jordan Poole. That was not even, you know, not even what fourteen months ago, and it's it's a, uh, you know, it's not good that that's what we're talking about with Draymond. Like he's, our, he's a he's a future Hall of Famer, but now you know in twenty twenty three going into possibly twenty twenty four, we're going to be talking about like another multi game suspension. So it's unfortunate for him. It's unfortunate for the Warriors, and uh, hopefully. This particular suspension is something that gets him to stop getting suspended. Like when you get definitely suspended, it's not even like you can't even put a timeline on it. It is way bigger than basketball. And unlike most dudes who get indefinitely suspended, this happened on the basketball court. Yeah, that John Morant, it feels like the first suspension for John Morant where they wanted to get it sorted out when he ended up going to his own counseling sessions. Never mind the fact that We've been, I don't know, since June, since he stomped on Sabonis's chest, and then like less than a month since he's choked out Rudy Gobert. So the Draymond incidents have piled up more than just the Jordan Poole. I want to talk about some stuff that's good, though, because all of a sudden, what has happened since Russell Westbrook has decided to be the sacrificial lamb and go to the bench? This team is what, 10-3? and three? How how good, how optimistic are we feeling about our clips right now? Well, you know, uh, my reporting was different from everybody else's. So um, my line was not that this was Russ's decision. I, I termed it as a team decision, um, one that Russ had to go with because who, what leverage did anyone have in a situation where they were losing? You know, they had a six-game losing streak. They were three and seven alone in 12th place in the Western Conference. But Russell has played his role, um, which is as this team's second point guard. And the key is having James Harden as the main point guard 
it has allowed for everybody, especially James, to understand what their roles are, to understand what they have to do in certain lineups. And the Clippers aren't really throwing out a whole lot of crazy lineups. Like they're actually a pretty streamlined team right now in terms of what everyone is being asked to do. And everyone's had a moment. Like James, that first win to start this stretch of 10 wins out of the last 13 was a four-point play against a team that we thought he was going to sign with in the Houston Rockets. And you saw Paul George play some of, like, he's, I feel like Paul's always gotten off to great starts over these last few seasons. It's just a matter of his body holding up. And ironically, his body is going through some things right now. He may or may not play tomorrow against the Warriors. However, Paul's arguably been the best player over the course of this entire season even when they were losing six in a row. Like, Paul was aggressively good um, on both ends of the floor, but especially offensively. But now what you're seeing this month of December is Kawhi Leonard's turning up. Uh, Kawhi is not only playing in all of these games, but now he's starting to really cook teams. He's understanding where he's going to have his opportunities, and he is lethal. Unlike a lot of these superstars who come into the league, Kawhi and Paul are guys who they had the ball out of their hands, and they had to be – two-way players before getting their opportunity to dominate the basketball. And then when they got to the Clippers, they were asked to increase their playmaking for their teammates. Now you're getting the best of all three of those worlds. You're still asking those guys to be top-level defenders, and it helps that those guys can run a pick-and-roll and make the right passes. But now that you're playing with James so much, you are allowing those guys to get catches in spots where they can be efficient with their offense. And you're seeing all of that come together right now. And Lawrence, for the third consecutive season, I did buy into the Clippers. I'm a believer. <laughs> and they made it a whole 22 games this season without an injury to Kawhi or Paul George. Like you said, he missed the second half. He's got some groin soreness, they're calling it. And I just look at this week, this stretch. They got four games, I believe, in six nights. Blazers, Kings, Warriors, Knicks. Um, and then after that, like Pacers, Mavs, Thunder. And like you said, they're, they're figuring some things out right now with Kawhi, you know, with Russ coming off the bench and with Harden coming over. Uh, does that concern you at all if he does have to miss some time? You know, just maybe like a little bit of a setback. And, and does he miss any time? I hope he, honestly, I, I hope that the Clippers are smart and does not have him play through soft tissue stuff. Like yeah. something that might cost you a game or two, you don't want it to wind up costing you a week or two because you're trying to prove something. Like, I saw that last season. That's the thing that tripped me up. I'm with this team all the damn time and guys talking about how dudes are just sitting out because they want to. No, I saw dudes play when they shouldn't have played. That's what we saw in Denver, January, first week of January. They go there. It's a day I always remember because it was my birthday. And it stopped being my birthday as soon as that game started. Paul <laughs> had a bad hamstring and decided – and the team let him play like he he was allowed to play. And I knew he wasn't right immediately. Like a guy who is pretty good in the paint, everything was outside the paint. Jump shots, short, not getting, a, a, not playing the type of game that you, you would play if he was healthy. And they were down 35 at halftime. And of course, we didn't see Paul again for two weeks. And he didn't play the second night of the back-to-back again until after the All-Star break. That's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, you got to be smart, but then we're seeing a team that is pushing each other, pushing themselves uh, to play all these games, high minutes, and because they have to. So the concern now is, can everybody adjust to doing a little bit more? Can guys who aren't playing play competently? Can guys like Norman Powell, or I'm not even sure how they would handle uh, 
who would start because we haven't seen it yet this season. It could be Norm. It could be someone like Amir Coffey, who right now out of the playing rotation, but someone who, if you look back at previous seasons, has been able to start and fill in, especially for Paul George. So uh, I, I feel like because everyone else is playing so well, it's and, and these guys are talented players. Uh, these guys are guys who've been practicing and been on this team for years. It's not going to be that big of an adjustment. Obviously, you're not going to be as talented, but the cohesiveness is what matters in the basketball game. And I think it would help the Clippers to see what that looks like in December now that they have a little bit of a cushion on the five-point. Not much, though. They're still only seventh in the West. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4 featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. I wanted to follow up on that point about guys playing through or deciding they wanted to to push through tweaks and and being banged up. Like, who's responsible for that change happening uh, this season? I'm not going to put it on the NBA's player participation policy, that's for sure. Uh, (laughs) I think that guys were – I think last year was a year you probably could have taken for granted. Uh, I think when – the season began last year. It was like, oh, Kawhi Leonard's back from an ACL. And Paul, you know, after missing three months with a torn ligament in his elbow, you were thinking, add that to a team that finished with a winning record. And you could see how everyone thought they'd be a top five team easily. We learned a lot about how injuries and age, not just of the stars, but of the supporting cast, can cause a team to decline. And that's what you saw last year. By the end of the year, the approach that the team took just for guys to get hurt any damn way, it really lit a fire up under everybody. But the other thing is, look at the contracts. Contracts speak for themselves. No one's guaranteed to be on this team again next year. You don't want to leave the season with regrets. The whole service had a great line in one of those songs, you know, I'd rather regret something I did than regret something I didn't do. And what this team is doing is saying, you know what, we need to take the regular season seriously, but it's not a matter of, you know, guys having an attitude going into games that they weren't trying hard. It's a matter of you have a medical staff that's trying to protect injury-prone players. But now the approach is to not, you know, put everything into protecting guys over a long term that isn't guaranteed. Instead, play guys and help them sustain over the course of the year while they're playing back-to-backs, while they're playing um, instead of 30 minutes, 35 minutes per game. Um, and it's because this is the last real shot that this team might have with these group of guys being together. It's really as simple as that. Talking to Lawrence Murray, BetMGM tonight. I'm looking at the Western Conference standings now, and I know like it's it's a long season. We're 22, 23 games in for for most of these teams. We got the Timberwolves at 17 and five, the Thunder at 15 and seven, and then the Mavs at 15 and eight, with the Denver Nuggets sitting there in the four spot. I know, a long way to go, but when you look at some of these younger teams, these up-and-coming teams, we all kind of sat here and agreed the Thunder were going to take that next step. Uh, I didn't really expect them to be like a two-seed when the season was done, but again, long season to go. If you look at the Timberwolves, the Thunder, and even the Mavs, do you see all or even one of them kind of sustaining this type of momentum throughout the season? 
Not really. Uh, and that's no, <laughs> disres- that's, that's no disrespect to these teams. Um, look, man, the, the at this time last year, December of 2022, we were looking at teams like Phoenix and the New Orleans Pelicans at the top of the West, okay? Utah, and too. And what happened to Phoenix? Yeah, like Utah had Mike Conley. You know who has Mike Conley now? The number one team in the yeah. Western Conference, Minnesota Timberwolves. A team that I would not consider to be a young, up-and-coming team. Them dudes is pretty damn old. Um, not old as in, you know, Clippers old. But, like, those guys are established NBA players and talents uh, outside of maybe Anthony Edwards. Like, Anthony is the base of that team now. But Carl Anthony Towns is the guy who he's been around long enough to be the face and to kind of pass that along to Ant. Rudy Gobert is a guy who he's on the other side of 30 now. Mike Conley is in the twilight of his uh, career, but he's still playing at a high level and has a lot to do with why that team is so organized. Like you saw it with Utah Jazz when they stopped being competitive once they made that trade with Minnesota. Um, This is the Minnesota team that could have been, we could have seen this team last year, except Rudy didn't have his stuff together in his first year there. It took midseason to get the right point guard to be there in Mike Conley. He's a much better fit for those guys than D'Lo. Uh, Ant was great, but Carl Anthony Towns was hurt pretty much the whole year. You're seeing a team that went through a lot of struggles, and now they're coming together. Um, I love what they're doing, but it's also like you take one or two of those guys out, and, you know, they have some durability issues. They're not deep at all, and that's the result of the Rudy Gobert trade. We saw that last year. Hopefully that we don't have to see that this year, but that's what you have to guard for. The OKC Thunder, they're just young, um, uh, and they're doing great, but we got to see it over the course of a full season. So we'll give them credit for what they're doing now, and we know it's a long season. It's hard. So shout-out to the shout out to those dudes. And for Dallas, it's the same thing. Luka was playing great this time last year. He was coming up with 50-point games, 60-point games, and then in celebrations after some of the stuff that he was doing. Like when he beat the Knicks off that free throw, uh, missed free throw, um, they go as far as Luka goes. And relying on Kyrie Irving, Kyrie's already hurt. So we got to see it. Lawrence, about 30 seconds. How sustainable is this performance that we're seeing lately from Harden? I think it's pretty damn sustainable. He's not doing anything too complicated. He's just kind of playing basketball. Set the screen. We're going to make some decisions. That's it. You know what? If they got, if they can keep this going, All Star Harden. I, I, I listen. I want to yeah. see the Clippers make a run again. They made the Western Conference Finals when they it's actually kept time. that roster healthy a couple of years ago. I mean, I it would be it would be fun to watch them over the Lakers for a change. Lawrence Thank Murray, the Athletic. Great talking to you, man. Thanks for coming on again. Appreciate y'all. All right, that's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. Come back Monday for an all new episode and check out the feed for past episodes and mini episodes, which drop unexpectedly. Like a pop-up from YouTube telling you to stop using your ad blocker. Do not forget to follow the Heat Check as we navigate and talk about this NBA season. That means download, subscribe, and tell everyone, friends, enemies, frenemies, neighbors, all of them. Even that guy selling Christmas trees who, when I asked to pick out a nice one, he said, they all look the same. Tell him, hey, stop taxing $100 for a six-foot Christmas tree. Tell him, yo, by the way, while you're waiting on the non-people coming to your parking lot because it's December 18th. Listen to this podcast called The Heat Check. She wants a nice tree too. Follow us on social at This Heat Check and Trista Crick on TikTok, Instagram, and on Twitter. We'll see you next time.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.